Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, let's get going. Welcome to today's podcast. It is September the 10th, Friday, September 10th, and we are wrapping up, concluding uh, the letter of 2 Corinthians. So welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. This is a, a special edition podcast only um, episode. So this was will not be on Facebook or Instagram today, just the daily podcast. So thanks for finding it. Thanks for being here. Uh, and thanks for wrapping up 2 Corinthians uh, together. And Monday, a quick plug for Monday. Monday, we start a new book, uh, 1 Timothy, uh, kind of shifting gears, still the Apostle Paul, but shifting gears to a more uh, personal epistle uh, to his protege, Timothy. That should be awesome. So share the word, share the podcast, let people know. So we can Monday would be a great time to jump in uh, as we do it again uh, and start a new book as we journey this, uh, take this journey through the New Testament. I don't know. I don't know how many books we're on now uh, through the New Testament, um, but I would say we're on book maybe uh, 12 or 12, 13, maybe 11 or 10 or 11, something like that. Um, so, yeah, so we are well on our way to meeting our goal of reading through the New Testament in a year. So awesome. So thanks for being here. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's read. Chapter 13 is a short chapter, so which, as we know, has no bearing on how long this podcast will last. <laughs> but but theoretically, theoretically, it should be a little shorter today. Let's wrap it up. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Paul writing says, this will be my third visit to you. Um, so remember, he visited once when he planted the church, began the church in Corinth. Uh, then he went back again, and that was kind of a painful visit because what he saw he didn't like, wasn't good. They weren't, uh, they were kind of some, a lot of, a lot of uh, sexual immorality, a lot of false teaching, a lot of division, just some craziness going on. So he kind of, that was a painful visit. And so he was intended to go back uh, on his way back from Macedonia. He did not go back. He sent a letter instead. Uh, so there has yet to be a third visit. So Paul now is referring to that. He says, this will be my third visit to you. Um, every matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Uh, so basically what Paul's saying is like now, like um, I, I Basically, he's using this as an example of just saying, I've seen, by this time, I've seen enough, right? So well, when, I've, when, I'll, when I will have come back a third time, I'll get a pretty good read on where you are spiritually, right? Um, so the evidence will be pretty clear at that point. Um, you know, my first visit, maybe I misread things. Second, okay, a little more convincing. When I come back a third time, it's going to be pretty clear uh, what's going on. And so the third visit, he's in a sense, he's saying, when I come back a third time, I'm not coming as a... Uh, as a jury, <laughs> I'm coming back as a judge. <laughs> now, not not the final judge. No, he's not saying not the final judge, but he's saying I'm, I'm, the evidence will be pretty clear at that point how you guys are doing spiritually. So, yeah. All right. 
Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you guys on. Welcome to the podcast. Verse 2. I've already, I already gave you a warning when I was with you the second time. That was a painful visit, second time. I now repeat it while absent, which is what? On my return, I will not spare those who sinned earlier or any of the others, since you are demanding proof that Christ is speaking through me. So um, he, when he coming back, he come, when he come, when he come visit this next time, he coming for real. Um, he says, he is not weak in dealing with you, but is powerful among you. For be sure, he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by God's power. Um, so now he's like in, you know, his attitude to that of Christ. Christ came in weakness, but his his power was demonstrated through weakness, right? The suffering of Jesus on the cross demonstrated God's power. And so Paul's saying, I'm going to come to you in weakness. I'm coming to you, but, but God's power is going to be at work uh, in us. Likewise, here he says right here, likewise, we are weak in him. Yet by God's power, we will live with him in our dealing with you. <laughs> so we come into you with the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Again, Paul's not trying to be authoritarian. He's not trying to be uh, uh, domineering. He's, but he's, he's concerned. He's concerned. We talked a little bit about this yesterday when we talked about Paul um, has a jealousy for them. But, but it's not a, it's not a it's a holy jealousy. It's a jealousy of wanting them to want the truth. He wants them to want Christ, and he's jealous for that. He's jealous for that affection. He's jealous for their affection to be devoted to Jesus in in purity and truth. And so Paul's not trying to be domineering or authoritarian here. He's just he's saying, look, this is serious. This is a serious matter. It's your eternal destiny. It's the truth of the gospel. It's your witness to the world that's at stake. It matters. Verse 5. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test, test yourselves. Do, not, do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Wow. When I read this verse again, it reminded me of... Um, Back in the day, this was a this was given as a as a, a great verse to uh, to be at your uh, disposal when you're talking to Jehovah's Witnesses, Jehovah's Witnesses who don't believe Jesus was God, um, and they also don't believe in the Holy Spirit, and they don't believe that Christ can be in you, not in any literal way. And this verse is a great uh, verse for that. It's like examine yourselves to see whether you are in the in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty clear text that Jesus Christ lives in the believer. Unless, of course, you fail the test, and then Christ, of course, does not live in you. But um, th this passage is Paul is saying, look, um, examine yourselves. You know, don't don't make me come as a judge, but examine yourselves. Take a hard look at yourself. That's a great reminder for all of us, right? Like, man, just all of us, is we're, we're all served well by periodic self-examination, right? Like self-evaluation, honest self-evaluation, not condemnation, like not always beating yourself up. Because sometimes that self-evaluation is like, hey, I'm making some good progress here. Look how far I've come. But also some of that self-evaluation is being honest about, you know what? 
I, I think I've, I think I've kind of fallen back here. I think I've kind of, I'm not doing as well as I used to do. I, or I could do better in this area. And so some self-evaluation. So Paul says, examine yourself to see whether you were in the, in the faith. Now this is like the big examination, right? It was like, see whether or not you're, G, you're a Jesus follower. See whether or not you're in the faith, the family of God. Um, you know, one of the, this brings up a really important, like, um, one of the great burdens of a pastor is this. It's, it's the burden of convincing people who are saved that they are saved. You know, you never want someone who is a Christian to doubt whether they're a Christian or not. And I see, I see people do that. You probably do too. See people who are genuinely devoted to Jesus, yet they always question their salvation. They're always like wondering if they're if they're in or if they're out. They're wondering if they if they're saved or not. And they wrestle with that assurance of Jesus. And, you know, as a pastor, you never want someone to wrestle, someone who is genuinely saved to wrestle with that. You want them to settle that and trust God, you know, and have confidence that they're saved, they're secure in him. On the same hand, another a great burden of a pastor is for people who think they're saved but aren't, right? That, that they have this false assurance that because they do X, Y, and Z, because they are good people or because God is merciful or because of this or because, or because their grandparents are saved or because they have a, a, a spouse who's a Christian, they're okay. And then as a pastor we and as a friend, sometimes we have to convince them, no, that doesn't make you okay. That's a false assurance. That's a deception. That's deceit. That's what Paul's calling for. He says, examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves. Make sure what you've got is real. Do you not realize that Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the, fail the test. The Corinthians are doing all kind of wild, wild and crazy stuff. He's like, if Jesus is in you, then it's going to affect the way you live. So you need to look, is Jesus really in you? And, and if you are saved, if you're a child of God, Jesus will be in you. Unless, of course, you fail the test. <laughs> then, then you got... Then, then you you don't you have no assurance of salvation. If Jesus isn't in you, you have no assurance of salvation. Verse six, and I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. So Paul is here anticipating their their question. Well, what about you? You're asking us to examine ourselves. What about you? Is Christ in you? And Paul's like, look, and I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. Jesus is in us. Now we pray to God that you will not do anything wrong. Not so that people will, will see that we have stood the test, but so that you will do what is right, even though we may seem to be seem, seem to have failed. Like even though um, it may seem like um, the church work that has happened in Corinth is failing, you know, prove us wrong, prove it all wrong, prove it that it's successful, that God is at work, that you are truly in Christ, and that um, that you'll stand the test. Verse eight. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. We are glad whenever we are weak, but you are strong. And our prayer is that you may be fully restored. Mm. Man, you know what God's prayer for you is? That you be fully restored. You got a friend that's struggling. You got someone in your life. You know what God's prayer is? That, we, that, we, that he or she would be fully restored. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What does God come to do? He comes that we might have life. Jesus comes that we might have life and have it abundantly. And in other words, that we might be fully restored, that everything the enemy has taken from us would be fully restored in Christ. Yes. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Our prayer is that you may be fully restored. How should we be praying for, praying for our brothers and sisters? That they be fully restored. How should we would be, should be praying for our coworkers and people that we are, uh, interact with in the community? That they be fully restored in Jesus. That is why, verse 10, I write these things when I am absent, that when I come to you, I may, I may not have to be harsh in my use of authority. The authority the Lord gave me for building you up, not tearing you down. Again, Paul's referring to his authority. He's like, look, God gave me this authority. And it's, it's, remember, it's for your good. It's not to tear you down. It's to build you up like a good coach, like a good teacher. The authority that I have over you has been given me to build you up, to bring, bring you up to fullness and maturity in Jesus. It's not to tear you down. Love it. All right, verse 11. Rounding the final turn here. Wrapping it up. Wrapping up this chapter. Wrapping up the... Uh, second letter to the Corinthians, wrapping up the entire correspondence to the Corinthians right here, right at the end. Verse 11, finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. You know what it means when a pastor says finally? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. He's trying, to, he's, trying to, he's trying to leave on a high note, man. Rejoice. Strive. There it is again. Strive for full restoration. I love that, man. Strive for that. Restoration in your relationship with God. Restoration in community. Restoration in the world. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Yes, sir. Man, I love that. Strive for full restoration. Mm. Encourage one another. Give each other courage. Man, who somebody in your life might need encouragement today. Give some encouragement to somebody. Lift them up. Strive for unity among the body of Christ. And protect it, right? Protect unity in the body of Christ. Number uh, verse tw number 12. Listen to me. Number 12. Verse 12. Greet one another with a holy kiss. That was pre-COVID. Remember that? <laughs> Greet each other with a holy kiss. That was pre-COVID. That's pre-COVID. But uh give them a give them give them a knuckle bump. Give them a, you know, give high five, something like that. Um, one day we'll be, well, be, we'll be back to the holy kiss, but right now, not right now. Not right now. But Paul was good with it. Greet one another with a holy kiss. It was their custom, you know what I'm saying? We, uh, all God's people here send their greetings. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Right there, the Trinity. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. How about that? The Trinity right there. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right in that benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That's a good prayer of blessing on this Friday, right? May you receive that blessing and that benediction. May the, God, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You. Right there on that podcast, wherever you are, in your car, at work, in your living room, outside, jogging, may you receive that benediction. That's awesome. All right, you guys, you know what we do? We read, we pray. We got to pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for what you taught us through this journey through uh, the letter to the Corinthians. Uh, been so honest, so personal. 
just the real life of living together in unity and following Jesus and uh, being saved out of a culture that is so opposed to the gospel, Lord. We, we understand that. We live in that. So, Lord, help us to apply these truths to our lives. Help us to be those who strive to be fully restored and offer that hope to others, that they can be restored, that they can have hope, they can have healing. Lord, I pray that your power might live in us today and through us, uh, showing your grace and your peace to other people, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you love us, that you called us. Um, Lord, we pray that we would all pass the test, the test of having a genuine and true relationship with Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to earn our salvation, but it's been purchased freely for us on the cross. We give you glory and honor for that. Lord, may you bless my friends today, encourage each one, whatever they have need of, may you provide it through and uh, in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you so much for my friends. um, And uh, we give you this day in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on this uh, special edition of the podcast as we wrap up 2 Corinthians. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for liking it, subscribing to it, uh, giving it a thumbs up, all those things. Really appreciate it. Uh, This is a cool community that we're that we're a part of where we're growing and learning uh, together. And uh, we're becoming more like Jesus bit by bit, moment by moment, day by day. Thank you for uh, being a part of it. Love you guys. Really appreciate you. We'll see you next time, Monday, as we start First Timothy uh, this Monday. So hope to see you then. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember... God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.